to kickstart off this grounding healing class. It's a five-day boot camp, basically. By the time you're done this class, you're going to understand what connecting to the earth does for every cell in your body, head to toe, and you're going to have experienced some of the results instantly. The musculoskeletal system, the bones, and the muscles, and the ligaments, and the joints that hold us together and allow us to function all day long is literally the conduit for this healing flow. And it goes throughout your whole body, and it's more powerful than the effect it has on your, say, digestive tract or circulatory system. It's really the basis for how and why it works quickly, and it works in a different way than any other healing modality works. There's so many other ways that grounding supports our well-being, but the absolute most powerful is with your actually your musculoskeletal system, which is often overlooked in the medical literature and overlooked um, in the minds of clinicians. So I want to start with that because this is going to be very empowering. So let's just start right away with the first study. So they took these patients and they had them carry a third of their entire body weight in barbells on their shoulders and then stand there and do leg, you know, toe raises going up on tiptoe over and over and over and over and over until it completely fatigued them so much that their muscles gave out and they could not do another one. So it had to be independent of, you know, what shape they were in. It was to the point of complete exhaustion, overload, fatigue, with the goal of causing specifically inciting inflammation and damage to the muscular tissue. So then specifically at baseline, one day, two days, and three days after this uh, fatiguing, you know, trauma to the muscle, muscle overload, they followed these patients and had them subjectively report how were they feeling and what was their recovery like from that, you know, as far as pain levels. And more importantly, they took blood at baseline one, two, and three days later to see what is their blood showing, what are their inflammation markers showing, what's their cortisol showing, what's their creatinine kinase showing, which is the specific indicator of muscle damage. And uh, they did MRIs, and they wanted to look at how quickly the participants resolved from this issue. So, they, and, and another thing they looked at was the white blood cell count to show inflammation and the body's response to inflammation. Really interesting study. They only grounded half. All appeared to be grounded. They all had electrodes, patches basically, conductive patches put to the bottom of their foot, and they were all plugged in, and they all slept grounded. Only half of them were sham grounded, meaning the plug did not actually connect to the earth, and so they were not actually grounded, and half were. And so it was a double-blind study. Without fail, all of the ungrounded subjects not only reported significantly more pain and a longer recovery time, but they also had in their blood higher cortisol levels. And most importantly, that, that creatinine kinase level that shows you that their muscles were damaged and inflamed weighs higher, significantly statistically higher. And on top of that, the most important part of the study to me is that their blood, uh, white blood cell count was really, really high, and for the grounded subjects, and they all thought they were grounded, or didn't know which category they were in, the grounded subjects, without fail, not only recovered faster, not only reported uh, and ranked their pain as lower, not only was their cortisol improved, but most importantly, their creatinine kinase level was significantly lower, and even more than that, their white blood cell count, which shows the inflammatory response, your body's feeding white blood cells there to kind of combat damage, not only was it lower, but it was actually better than baseline, meaning those participants had that insult to their muscles to the point of exhaustion and fatigue, and their white blood cell count actually mildly decreased, meaning it was better for them to be grounded and have that 
than to just sit there, do nothing, and be ungrounded. It was actually healing for them to be grounded to the point where it overcompensated, it compensated for the entire uh, exercise strain, and then it actually went up beyond that and improved their blood panel. So it was actually, it's actually showing that it's better to be grounded even if you have to do strenuous activity, better than doing nothing at all. There's actually repair happening during the strenuous activity just because you're grounded. So that's an amazing study. So then uh, that tells you that grounding has the ability to combat and help you recover from uh, physical wear and tear on your muscles more quickly. But let's go further. What if you're not exercising? What if you're just working at your desk and you have pain in your shoulders or tension or the EMFs are everywhere and it's causing you strain or you just get muscle tension? You know, by the end of the day, you've got these tension headaches or fibromyalgia sensitivity. What about that where you're just not even exerting yourself, but just at baseline have muscle tension, okay? So this was a larger study that took almost 60 patients, and they had them grounded, and uh, they monitored their brain waves, so they hooked them up to an EEG, and they also put uh, an electromyogram onto their muscles through their um, trapezius muscles, which is the big triangles that cause all that. It's basically where people usually feel this fibromyalgia knots. It's what triggers tension headaches. It gives neck pain. It's those big triangles on either side of your uh, upper back, shoulders, and neck connecting all of it. And they measured muscle tension. And even though they put the grounding patch at the bottom of their feet, instantly, with absolutely no discernible lag in time, their muscles instantly relaxed. The readings went down instantaneously, showing that even grounding on the bottom of your foot affected the muscle tension all the way up here instantly. Now let's talk about the bones, because the bones are really what provide, you know, the structure to our body and, and create functionality to our body. And I want to tell you, start by telling you a little bit about how bones work so you can understand why grounding is so important to your actual skeletal system. So bones are basically mineral deposits in our body, and we use those to maintain homeostasis. We use the bones in our body to make sure the pH in our body is an appropriate range, and to make sure we have electrolyte and mineral status that keeps us functional. So they followed uh, participants in just one night, measuring their renal excretion of calcium and phosphorus, because those two minerals show what your metabolism is doing to your bones. Are you leaching minerals from your bones? And in only one eight-hour session of grounding, both calcium and phosphorus renal excretion went down, meaning your bones were protected, decreasing, decreasing your primary indicators of osteopenia and osteoporosis. So what that means is those patients laid there, and for one night, instead of their body having to go in and pull minerals out of their bones in order to repair from the inflammation of the day and in order to you know, correct pH and in order to correct mineral balance, Minerals were allowed to stay in the strength of the bones, and the electrons from the earth were what was able to come in and neutralize and reset balance in the body. And so over time and over a lifetime, instead of leaching away at your, at your bones and creating brittle bones, you are maintaining the integrity of your entire musculoskeletal system. And here's why that's important. Here's why I want to start with musculoskeletal in the first place, because heart and brain seem so much more important, but it's not really, because the musculoskeletal system is the entryway, and what makes you conductive, and what makes grounding instantaneous throughout your whole body in the first place. It makes sense, you know, that the brain is electrical, so everyone can understand that, everyone can understand that the heart's electrical, the, you know, we monitor your EKG and see electrical activity, and that's what drives your circulation, so all those things make more sense. What is not intuitive, but you should very be very aware of, and most medical professionals aren't, is that your entire structure of your body, 
meaning all of your ligaments, all of your tendons, all of your, you know, your muscle, your skin, and your bone are all conductors. And it goes further than that because it's not just your muscle, skin, bones, ligaments, joints that are conductors. And it's not just the fluids. It's the actual cytoskeleton of every single cell. Your cell is made up of its own structural system that provides the 3D, you know, keeps it uh, three-dimensional and alive and running. It's got its own living matrix. And so therefore, think of it this way. When you have arthritis, say, in your knee, instead of, okay, so taking an anti-inflammatory like Motrin or even taking something holistic like fish oil, which is great and I highly recommend it, uh, to decrease inflammation in your joints, it's still relying on your digestive tract to absorb those nutri you know, nutrients or that prescription medication. Then it's relying on your circulatory system to take that uh, antioxidant power or that anti-inflammatory power to the site of injury. And then it's hoping that the blood is there and it's enough to infuse into a joint and helps decrease inflammation. Or say you have chronic sinusitis and you have chronic infections going on because of the external environment, the allergies, or um, it's just the way that you're um, structurally made up. It just uh, predisposes you to get impactions and to get uh, sinus infections and chronic um, issues like that, chronic discharge. So it's, if you take an antibiotic, say you cycle through, and it clears it up a little bit, and then it comes back. Well, the reason is it's, it's, it's got to work on your digestive system. You've got to absorb it. Then you've got to use your circulation to take it all the way up. Now you've got this walled-off space that's this chronic smoldering uh, inflammatory thing that's been happening for a long time up in your sinuses. It's restructured itself. Not only have the bacteria inside created mucus and sort of, it's called a biofilm, They've kind of defended themselves with this biofilm that they've like uh, kind of walled themselves off with, but your own body has walled it off as well by creating, putting collagen there, putting structure there, decreasing blood flow to that area, and sort of putting scar tissue there to kind of wall it off, which is the inflammatory response. And it's appropriate, and you want your body to do that because short term it keeps the pathogens from coming in. Or if it's like a cut, you want that matrix, you want that scar tissue to build up so that you stop bleeding and so that the area becomes stronger. But what you're left with now is smoldering infections, areas where your body has built up a wall, it's stronger against it, but it's also not actively healing it anymore. It's walled it off and it's sort of just agreeing to live like that. And our whole body is filled with areas like that. If you don't have sinusitis, then maybe it's yeast infections, maybe it's chronic candida all over your body, or maybe for you it's you know UTIs that come and go, or maybe it's just toenail fungus, or maybe it's cavities in your mouth, or maybe it's a you know chronic tonsillitis issue, or maybe it's a gut issue, a flora issue in your gut. Whatever it is, or maybe it's just allergies and an immune response on that level, or Whatever it is, your body is basically learning to live like that. It's learning to live with chronic inflammation, and the way it adapts is by walling it off and decreasing the interaction with it. So now, if you're trying to treat it with an antibiotic, or you're trying to treat it with an anti-inflammatory, or you're even trying to treat it with raw, you know, pressed juices and, and fresh antioxidants, you're still relying on the digestive tract to carry it to the area you want to affect, and then hoping over time it affects that area. And it does, and so I am an advocate for you know, powerfully nutritious, you know, uh, antioxidant-filled foods and supplements, certainly, and topical therapies like, you know, a, a heat pack or an ice pack and, and physical therapy that's going in and trying to remodel your scar tissue and connective tissue to give you better structural support, building up muscle strength, chiropractics, regaining a better alignment. All those things work, but they don't work instantaneously like grounding. And the reason is because your body has caused resistance and walled off against those chronic conditions, right? So what grounding does is it actually uses 
that as its strength. It uses what is walling it off, so like the scar tissue that's there, is actually now encapsulating a healing response. So say we're talking back about the sinusitis, and you've built up this like pocket of pus, you know, it's this chronic infection. Your body, like I said, will take a long time to get that antibiotic up there and infusing and changing the situation, and it probably won't fully resolve it, which is why it's going to come back. But with grounding, your body is instantaneously using the conductivity of all the cells in it, plus the heightened conductivity of the scar tissue and the inflammation, also the conductivity of the mucous membrane and the gel going right into the bacteria. It's all conductive, and it's all decreasing inflammation. So it's actually using the walls and the barriers and the ligaments and the tendons and the bone and the, the, um, the inflammatory response to conduct healing energy directly where your body needs it most. So the results are like this. There's a patient who had an old knee injury over half of her lifetime ago. So she was 15 when she got a knee injury, and she's coming for treatment 17 years later. So for more than half her life, she had limited mobility, limited range of motion, and pain, and it decreased her quality of life. So we talked studies about things helping acutely, instantly your muscle tension. Instantly you're protected from you know, muscle wear and tear or uh, a trauma that might have happened. Instantly your bones are protected and strengthened. Well, now let's talk about what happens when it's a chronic thing, like we're talking about this chronic inflammatory response, when you're dealing with this chronic smoldering thing that your body can never really clear. Or for this, in this case, this woman who had a knee injury, she's lived more than half her life with this. She doesn't think it's going to go anywhere. But when you're grounding, you don't have the limitation of the circulatory system, and you don't have the limitation of you're fighting against time because you're not fighting against time. It's not really that you're gonna get arthritis and it's gotta get worse over time. What it really is, is you're gonna use the natural conductance of your body to heal. You can see the inflammation and after one hour of grounding, it's decreased in half. And pain is subjectively decreased too, but I'm looking at clinical studies and I wanna see quantitative results. After one week of sleeping grounded, the inflammation was decreased by 80% as was the swelling and of course the pain was almost gone. And after one month, the pain was reported to be completely gone. Range of, of uh, joint mobility was incredibly improved and 90% on the, thermo the thermography of reduction of inflammation. So we're not even just talking about protecting ourselves in what we're doing each day. I'm talking about resolving things that you didn't even think was resolvable using the conductivity, the basis of our body is conductivity. So just the bone structure we have, the ligament structure we have, the interconnected connective tissue interconnectivity that we have, and the actual way our cells are made, the gel that our cells use to make the volume, the water that's in our cells, to have an instant response. It's not dependent on digesting something. It's not dependent on absorbing a prescription. It's not dependent even on the food you're eating. Those things can very, be very helpful and adjunctive, and I certainly refer people all the time to chiropractics or massage or acupuncture or uh, supplements is one of my mainstays, but nothing is as direct as that immediate results of grounding, and I'm talking about not just on acute things that are happening, but on chronic old issues, because now we're speeding relief and anti-inflammatory repair right to an area that may be walled off and encapsulated and not accessible any other way than electrically. And so that is the power of grounding your musculoskeletal system. One cell is all that it takes. One cell, one entry point will electrically conduct through your entire body this healing flow neutralizing you, releasing muscle tension, supporting your joints, strengthening your bones, all the things we talked about today and we're gonna keep adding on day after day after day of all the other amazing things it's doing. 
But first and foremost, it's using your connective tissue to speed this healing flow throughout your entire body. So if it's cold and you just touch with one finger and stay bundled everywhere else, you're grounded. If it's hot outside, you can be barefoot, that's awesome, but it's not superior to just being grounded with one tiny little part of your body. So I want you to try and do that for 20 minutes today. And then I want you to go, when you're inside, try and do an hour using either the wrist strap or the hot water bottle or whatever you chose when you signed up for this course. Most people chose a wrist strap, so I'll just stick with that. If you can wear that for an hour, it doesn't matter, you know, where if it's you put it on your wrist, but you're trying to alleviate a headache, it's going to work. It's going to be conductive throughout your entire body, and now you know why. So try that, track your results, and then meet me back here tomorrow. We are going to talk about the central nervous system. We're going to talk about the neurology going on, and we're going to talk about sleep and your circadian rhythm and how that's very tied into being connected to the earth and grounding your body and why it's essential to feel your best, especially as it relates to sleep and restorative sleep at night, okay? So meet me back here tomorrow, and until then, have fun grounding, and check out the links below. Again, let us bring to you Laura Conover, medical doctor. It's a Global Wellness Symposium interview from Grounding Question and Answers here. Uh, Laura Conover being interviewed by another lady. It's about 40 minutes. Please listen up. I'm sure we can learn something of it as we study and we dive into the problem of not being properly grounded as we were 100 years ago. Remember the pulses that we see in the heart, the pulses that in that machine? Those are our direct current that is passing through our body and everything in our body functions with electricity and we we're having problems with the with the electromagnetic frequencies that are jumping out of the walls and picking up and we're picking it up we are antennas we we run on that so they overload us here's a way to get back into natural here's laura enjoy Hello once again and welcome back to the Rise Up Rooted Global Wellness Symposium, the Spring 22 edition. I'm your host, Alex Strassman. So glad you're with me. You know, twice a year, we initiate this global conversation with speakers and coaches and artists and authors and teachers from all over the world who have learned to what I like to call recognize and embrace the wisdom and wonder of the natural world in their lives and in their work. And we specifically reach out to people who are trying to teach others and bring others into this idea and help other people connect to their own uh, their own relationship with the natural world as well. And so that's what we are about here at the Rise Up Rooted Symposium. And today I am delighted to introduce to you Dr. Laura Conover. Now, Dr. Conover is an author, a holistic physician, and speaker who is internationally recognized as one of the world's leading grounding advocates. She runs a popular healthcare blog on her website, intuitionphysician.com, leads online health classes in holistic medicine, has been featured as an expert protagonist in four motion pictures on the healing power of grounding, and those include The Grounded in 2015, Heal for Free in 2015, Down to Earth in 2018, and The Earthing Movie in 2019. 
She writes a routine health column for the National Organic Lifestyle magazine, Mary Jane's Farm, published the first and only children's book on the healing power of grounding called From the Ground Up in 2012, and the first book on grounding written by a female physician as well, which is called The Earth Prescription, and that came out in May of 2020. The Earth Prescription reviews the science behind grounding, which we're gonna talk about today, and introduces a new field of medicine, which Dr. Conover calls conductive medicine. Dr. Conover believes that conductive medicine is the future of medicine and will completely transform health and longevity as we know it. So I am super excited to welcome Dr. Conover today. Welcome, thank you for being with us. Oh, of course, I'm excited to be here, appreciate it. So let's just jump right into what you mean when you're talking about conductive medicine. What is that? Okay, well in, well, in medicine, conventional medicine, we already recognize that the body is totally conductive. And not only does it conduct electrical impulses, but that is how we measure its health. So when you put an EEG on someone's brain to measure their brainwave patterns, we're measuring the electrical output of our brain. Same with the heart. Everyone knows what an EKG looks like, right? The rhythm of the heartbeat. And that's how we measure that. We can measure anything, your muscles contracting. So in conventional medicine, we already realize that electrical health helps us tell the health of the human body. What conventional medicine has not also then put together is, where do we tank that up from? I mean, we plug our cell phone in every night because it needs battery charge. We, we know electronics need to be charged. We know that um, our home system needs to be grounded for its safety. And we know our body's electrical. Yet, and for some reason in medicine, we haven't put two and two together yet, that we can actually look at conductive health in a way of preserving well-being, not just diagnosing illness. So like I can see if you had a heart attack, I can see if you had a stroke electrically, we can look at that electrically, but most mainstream physicians haven't thought the reason it's electrical might be because we actually get boosted and resonant and healthier when we're in electrical contact with something. So it kind of begs the question, what would be the natural partner to help restore our body? So instead of monitoring our electrical conductive health for disease, how about we use it for our health? And that's what grounding is. Wow, okay, <laughs> all right. Yes, it's, it's, our whole body is set up electrically and conductively. There's not one thing that, you can't blink your eyelids, can't talk, can't breathe without electrical impulses. So if our whole body is designed to be electrical, it's absolutely not a coincidence that we live on an electrical planet that resonates out a frequency that's the exact same frequency of all these organ systems when they're in health. So the alpha brainwave patterns, which is when your brain is restoring health, when you're sleeping, and during meditation is the exact same frequency as the earth. So far, again, in conventional medicine, we've just said, oh, if there's a problem with electrical health, then there's a problem with the body. But they haven't looked at how can we maintain electrical health? And that I do believe will be the future once enough conventional physicians read enough of the medical literature to put two and two together. But so far, having gone through medical school now, I went through 20 years ago, but um, they didn't say any, not one sentence. About it. Yeah, that's what I was just going to ask you about that. So we're yeah. going to get into some of the science in a minute, but you had a, a traditional Western yeah. medicine training. Right? Yeah. So how did you get connected to this idea? Where did you first hear about it? How did you get interested? And yeah, yeah tell us a little bit about that journey. So in order to do that, I definitely had to step away from conventional medicine. And what I did was I had, I became a mom. And so when I had my daughter, I didn't want to, I wanted to be home with her, especially in the early years. You know, it's nursing and just, and, and, you know, when you become a mom, you start looking at things in a whole different way. Um, and so what really happened is my daughter had colic and she cried and cried and cried. And again, I was conventionally trained. So 
first thing I did was take her into her pediatrician and said, why is she crying? And they said, oh, she has colic and here's some medications. They tried to put her on two prescriptions for reflux and they said, let her cry it out, stick her in a crib, you know, ignore her. Well, none of that felt right to me because I all of a sudden I'm a mom. Like, if, you know, I probably said the same things to other moms when I hadn't been a mom yet, but then it was my baby. I'm like, first of all, I'm not letting her cry it out. Second of all, I don't know that she needs to be on prescription medications at three days old. So none, none of that, it rubbed me wrong. So I really did step away from conventional medicine and I said, I'm just going to be a mom for a little while. And the only thing I found that made her stop crying was while we were nursing or if I was outside on the earth. And I lived in Arizona at the time, so I was always barefoot. It was very mild there. So I'd be holding her. She, you know, couldn't even sit up by herself. I'm talking about young, weeks old, crying and crying and crying. But if I would hold her and I'd walk outside, she'd fall asleep. It's the only time she wasn't in pain. And it wasn't placebo effect because if she was outside in the stroller or outside in the car, she'd be crying and in pain. And if I stepped inside the house, but she was dead asleep, her body would wake herself up with the pain again. So it was not like, oh, she just likes fresh air. You know, I started really realizing there's something with me holding her outside on the earth. And that's all we did for her whole childhood. And then I had a, her little brother uh, two years later. And literally, we just spent the first, you know, five years of their lives literally on the earth because that was when they felt the best. So I did not know what it was called. And I did not know what I was doing for years and years and years. When I went to re-enter medicine, um, someone said, you seem so grounded. And you know how when people say grounded, they usually mean like your energy is centered. And I right. thought, that's interesting. And it just, something about it. So I said, what the heck? And I plugged in the word grounding to um, a PubMed search, which searches medical literature. Like, maybe it's a thing, I don't know. And there was years and years and years of published medical studies that I had not been aware of in the medical literature, looking at grounding the human body. And I was like, why did I not hear anything about it? So, and now that research has continued. There's been 25 years now of published medical literature on the science of grounding. Um, but I had to go about it the back way of just having a child in pain, and that was the only thing that worked. Wow. I, when I read that story somewhere, I found that online, you talking yeah. about your experience with your daughter. I had a very similar experience with my first baby, who was very, very, um, she was colicky as well, cried a lot. And I actually used to, um, and I would jiggle her around and walk around and we tried driving and, you know, we tried everything and I would take her out and I would lay her on the ground. Yes. Um, and underneath a tree, and we had a tree in our front yard and we lived in a very windy area and I would lie, lie her on the ground, lay her on the ground and she, and she would look up and see the tree and she would calm. And I always kind of attributed it to the trees. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sunlight and the yeah. and the wind and whatnot. But now I'm thinking, no. Yeah. Actually, maybe yeah. there was something else. You it know? was therapeutic for sure. I agree. Wow. First, when Clara would calm down, I thought, oh, she just likes hearing the birds. Or like, yeah. it's last thing you think of is that I'm making an electrical connection because we just don't talk about that. We're not taught that. But yeah, I think you were healing your child for sure. Isn't that so interesting? Wow. So let's talk before we go into the, the medical literature on this, because I do want to want to talk about some of the research. Let's just get down to the nitty gritty and explain to people. Now, we've said the body is electrical. Hmm. So what what is the deal with getting in touch with the earth? What does that do and how does that work as we understand? overwhelming way. It's 10 minutes a day for 10 days. If you don't feel markedly different after 10 days, then ignore it. But I really think if you give it 10 minutes a day for 10 days, you'll notice a difference in your health. I, I really do. 
So that's just a little um, ebook encouraging you every single day what you can do for 10 minutes today, tomorrow, the next day, the next day. And by the end, you will feel better than you do right now. Perfect. Wow. That's fantastic. Put of our brain. Same with the heart. Everyone knows what an EKG looks like, right? The rhythm of a heartbeat. And that's how we measure that. We can measure anything. Your muscles contracting. So in conventional medicine, we already realize that electrical health helps us tell the health of the human body. What conventional medicine has not also then put together is where do we tank that up from? I mean, we plug our cell phone in every night because it needs a battery charge. We, we know electronics need to be charged. We know that um, our home system needs to be grounded for its safety. And we know our body's electrical. Yet, and for some reason in medicine, we haven't put two and two together yet that we can actually look at conductive health in a way of preserving well-being, not just diagnosing illness. So like, I can see if you had a heart attack, I can see if you had a stroke electrically, we can look at that electrically, but most mainstream physicians haven't thought the reason it's electrical might be because we actually get boosted and resonant and healthier when we're in electrical contact with something. So it kind of begs the question, what would be the natural partner to help restore our body? So instead of monitoring our electrical conductive health for disease, how about we use it for our health? And that's what grounding is. Not one sentence about it. Yeah, that's what I was just going to ask you about that. So we're going to get into some of the science in a minute, but you had a, a traditional Western medicine training, right? Yeah. So how did you get connected to this idea? Where did you first hear about it? How did you get interested? And yeah. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that journey. So in order to do that, a med search, which searches medical literature, like maybe it's a thing, I don't know. And there was years and years and years of published medical studies that I had not been aware of in the medical literature, looking at grounding the human body. And I was like, why did I not hear anything about it? So, and now that research has continued. There's been 25 years now of published medical literature on the science of grounding. Um, but I had to go about it the back way of just having a child in pain. And that was the only thing that worked. Wow. I, when I read that story somewhere, I found that online, you talking yeah. about your experience with your daughter, I had a, a very similar experience with my first baby, who was very, very, um, she was colicky as well, cried a lot. And I actually used to, um, and I would jiggle her around and walk around and we tried driving and, you know, we tried everything and I would take her out and I would lay her on the ground. Yes. Um, at, underneath a tree. We had a tree in our front yard, and we lived in a very windy area, and I would lie, lie her on the ground, lay her on the ground, and she, and she would look up and see the tree, and she would calm. And I always kind of attributed it to the tree. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. The sunlight and the, yeah. and the wind and whatnot. But now I'm thinking, no, yeah. actually, maybe yeah. there was something else. You it know, was therapeutic, for sure. I agree. Wow. First, when Clara would calm down, I thought, oh, she just likes hearing the birds. Or like, yeah. it's the last thing you think of is that I'm making an electrical connection because we just don't talk about that. We're not taught that. But yeah, I think you were healing your child, for sure. Isn't that so interesting? Wow. So let's talk, before we go into the, the medical literature on this, because I do want to want to talk about some of the research, let's just get down to the nitty gritty and explain to people. Now, we've said the body is electrical. Hmm. So what what is the deal with getting in touch with the earth? What does that do and how does that work as we understand it? So when I talk about grounding, I physically mean touching our body to the actual earth so that it's like, or using a ground cord, some way that we're literally making an electrical connection and actually letting the electrical DC energy that the earth pulses with 
to affect our DC energy, which is the function, that's all the natural world functions off of DC energy, not fake man-made AC energy. A lot of people confuse it and they think we're talking about electricity in the sense of what we discovered like 150 years ago. No, there was nature, human beings, health, you know, way before we discovered and made light bulbs and the air, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. The DC natural energy that the earth puts out. And so in order to connect with it in the sense that I'm talking about with grounding, it's a direct, you have to actually touch it or be conductive with it through a grounding tool in some way. So um, I do, I mean, there's a lot of health benefits to meditation and other ways to ground the spirit. But when I'm talking about grounding as a physician, I literally mean touching the actual earth. And then it does measurably change things like your heart rate, your respiratory rate, your blood pressure, your brainwave patterns, your thyroid, your metabolism. And we can go into all that. Yeah, it literally actually changes those parameters. Um, and in double blind medical studies, we've shown that to be true. Um, but so yeah, when, when we're talking about grounding for the rest of this interview, yeah, people should be aware it means touching the earth because without directly touching it, I'm not electrically conductive with it. So what happens when that touch happens? Yeah, it's instantaneous. This is what this is what I mean. Like it's beyond coincidence. It's you know, if you it's divine design, I think, that our human body is so receptive to conductive energy because every cell in your body, every single cell in your body can conduct um, this DC energy, but that's how it functions. So not just your cell, but the plasma in your cell is electric. It's like an electrical gel and the cell membrane conducts an electrical impulse. And then the cells together, the tissues conduct an electrical impulse. And then the tissues together make an organ system that works electrically. And so if you touch the earth with one fingertip or one toe, or it doesn't matter, you could lean against a tree with your cheek, your entire body, this is how conductive we are within less than a second, our entire body is grounded from head to toe completely. So in the medical studies, it was very common to put a grounding patch on the bottom of someone's foot. And within a second, you could see change up in their face, capillaries in the back of their eye and their retina, for example, change and dilate. So it, that's how quick your entire body, you don't have to ground the part of your body that you want to target because your whole body will get grounded like that. And the, uh, sorry if I'm rambling too much, but the exciting thing about the fact that we're so conductive is it's direct healing. So and nothing is not conductive. So even if you have an infection, like this sounds gross, but the pus is conductive. And the scar tissue, if you have an old injury, the scar tissue is conductive. Well, there's no healing modality in medicine like that because if I'm giving you a pill, I have to rely that your gut is healthy enough to absorb it and that right. your circulatory system is healthy enough to distribute it and that hopefully then it makes an effect. So you're relying on the health of the body to heal your body. And that doesn't, that's why you get a plateau in healing because if my gut's not healthy and I'm not absorbing it, it doesn't help or you know any other modality drinking fresh juices or everything relies on the health of your body even breathing and distributing oxygen and the only thing that doesn't rely on the health of your body that you can do completely passively is grounding and it your ground your body will be grounded from head to toe no matter how ill or diseased or non-functional it is there's not one cell in your body that won't and when your body becomes grounded mm -hmm. what is happening what is happening to your cells how does I guess I'm trying to get at how does healing take place yeah. when that grounding happens? So um, I can go through the organ systems and say what we know the changes for each organ system, but as far as how, that's a very good question, and I don't want to pretend that we really know. All I know is that uh, a lot of people have a theory that electrons come in from the earth and neutralize free radical damage and help. Okay. Um, I think it's more electrical than that. I don't think it's just neutralizing radicals and stuff. I, I really think it's the DC energy of the earth. As simple as saying like, okay, well, it's, I guess it's the same as saying, how does uh, plugging in my cell phone make the battery recharge? I mean, I don't really know how bad. <laughs> 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 I, 
that electrically it's it's providing um you know the energy to then power that cell phone for the next day and so and yet with human beings like so it could be electrons it could be i don't know uh -huh. magnetic it could be i'm not sure exactly why but i do know that plugging our electrical body into the electrical earth I can tell you specific parameters of what it does to vagal tone and what it does to, you know, the different organ systems of your body. And it's a different response for each thing, boosts immunity, that kind of thing. So if we go organ system by organ system, I can be more detailed, but as to why would it help? I can only say because we're electrically based and we only function if we have healthy electrical activity. And that's why if someone's coding and they take the paddles and they're trying to jumpstart your heart, right? Because we need electrical conductivity or we're not alive. So, right. but I don't really know the why behind that. That would be like the God kind of answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay, good. I love that answer. So let's talk about some of the science. You said there's been 25 years worth of research on this. We don't hear a lot about it. No. So I'm tickled to bring it to folks here in the, yeah. in the symposium. But let's talk about some of the most notable research and just share with us what you know. Okay. Well, first of all, for the people um, listening who are interested and who want to read the medical literature for themselves, because there's such a lack of this, knowledge and information on my website i do have a medical studies page if you click that i have everything and not just you know that i've written about it but that you can click it and be taken to the journal it was published in and read the publication yourself so if people are interested in nitty-gritty that's all there on my website Perfect. um i would say the things that people are most interested in off the top of my head is um what it does to help with insomnia it really helps to put the brain very instantly because we can all understand that the brain is electrical every part of your body is but we all intuitively know the brain conducts impulses and so when you're connected to the earth it puts it in that alpha healing state and you get into a healing state three ways in deep sleep you naturally even if you're ungrounded your brain will heal during sleep prolonged meditation puts your brain in that alpha healing wave and grounding well grounding's the easiest because you can't always sleep especially if you're anxious or you're working a night shift I can't meditate worth crap. So <laughs> the only way my brain's really going into a healing state is when I'm grounding or if I'm lucky enough to catch decent sleep. So uh, it's the most easy, because you can multitask and be grounded, you know, so it's very, it's a, it's the easiest, most passive way to heal your body. So the, the brain has an instant um, change. Another thing that a lot of people enjoy about grounding is that it boosts your metabolism. Again, we're not totally sure why, but when we look at thyroid hormones, it stabilizes and boosts it. It also decreases your cortisol levels, so it decreases stress. And then it also boosts your basal resting, like the amount of calories you burn just at rest. So it helps regulate your heart rate and your respiratory rate and your blood pressure, and it helps um, you burn calories at rest, basically. So it's like a passive way. And in fact, I ran an informal study with my own patients. I took a dozen volunteers who wanted to lose a little weight and I told them don't change anything about what you eat don't exercise just 15 minutes or more a day you're going to touch the earth and the majority of people their metabolism was boosted enough that they lost on average a pound a week some people lost a lot more and some people a little bit less but if you averaged it out it was a pound a week for doing nothing else and that's because the earth starts boosting how your body functions you start optimizing how you burn calories and and how your thyroid is and your energy level and your mood and all that kind of stuff so that, yeah, I could go on at other organ systems too, but mostly people, everyone I meet, not everyone, but most people want to boost their metabolism. Right. I believe well, that's one of the reasons it slows down as we age, because how many years have we, we now disconnected without charging? Right. Like our phone, we would have thrown it in the garbage 50 years, you know, that doesn't last a day without recharging it. So if we go for decades without plugging our body in and we get frustrated that it seems like it's slowing down, you know, 
yeah. look back in and see how it helps you. And then a lot of people have problems, including myself, with sleep. So grounding can really help with that too. And then the last thing, I guess, um, that most people like to talk about right in this moment because of COVID and pandemic type things, most people are really aware of our immune system and just wanting to naturally have a boosted immune system. And there have been medical studies, again, posted on my website that show that uh, it decreases inflammation. So it, that includes in your lungs and it boosts your uh, immune response, which is great. So it brings more um, different factors in your bloodstream that help defeat pathogens. It boosts those naturally. Yeah, and to be clear, I mean, these are, these are legitimate medical studies. They yeah. Yeah. Placebo control, they're right out so that, um, you know, that they're not just a sort of right. anecdotal. The so way they accomplished that usually um, was to have people use grounding tools because it's then easy to have a cord that really grounds the grounding mat or the grounding patch that's on the body and then a cord that won't ground it. But the, the patient doesn't the patient know doesn't they're grounded or not. And then we measure the, the, you know, parameters that we're looking at in that particular study. And yeah, there is a statistically significant difference. Okay, so for sure now we've got some people who are definitely interested and they're saying, wow, well, ha this sounds fantastic. I want to sleep better. I want to lose weight. I want to have a boosted immunity. Yeah. Be overall healthier. So how do we do it? What do we do? So, and then most people, their first thing is, well, I don't have a yard. So I, you know, I don't have a safe green space. So that's lucky for people who have a yard, but I don't. Right. And, um, to be absolutely honest, I don't have a yard either. So I live in a more urban setting and there are ways that everybody can go outside and directly touch the earth and get grounded. And then if they're not as a fallback, you can do indoor grounding tools, which we can talk about separate, but I don't want to promote the grounding tools because what I want to promote is people connecting with the earth itself. Because as I'm sure you're talking about in your entire symposium, there's benefits beyond just the electrical. I mean, there's the vitamin D and there's the probiotics that you're, you know, the, the flora that you're around and the pheromones from the trees. I mean, there's just so many things. So I don't want people to think a grounding tool means you don't have to go outside, but there is that for people who have mobility issues and are recovering and rehabbing. So I, there is a role for grounding tools, but for the most part, I just want people to go outside. And there's a couple tips for people who don't have a yard that they can really capitalize on. One is that sidewalk is grounded. Almost everyone has access, even if you're in a prison yard, you usually have a slab of cement or concrete. And, and for me, it's my garage. So in the cold, I'm in my garage on my concrete slab, okay. barefoot with my little space heater reading a book and I'm grounded to the earth. And, and most people have some sidewalk. And even if you don't want to be barefoot, you can just sit there um, with your hand resting on the edge of the side, like on a street curb. So like, okay, if I'm on a long drive and I just need a break, I will sit, I'll go to a rest stop and I'll sit on the edge and find a curb that's not asphalt because the black tar will block grounding, but the cement curb. And I'll just put my hand there and just take 10 minutes and then get back in the car and go on my way. Wow. So even in urban settings like, um, you know, like parking garages and basements and the sidewalk can all be grounded and as will metal that's in the earth. So a sign, I tested it with the ground test meter at the crosswalk. I'm waiting, I push the button and you're waiting for your turn to go across and you yeah. touch the metal pole and you're grounded because that is into the earth or into the sidewalk, which is also grounded. And that's how conductive things are. So metal, um, cement, concrete. And then the other tip is almost everyone can find some kind of foliage, like a tree, even if it's growing like in the parking lot of the mall, there's usually a tree somewhere and if it's growing and rooted out of the earth not a fake tree but in the earth mm -hmm. if i just touch a leaf so if you have a favorite tree you walk by you can just stop for a few minutes and touch that and i'd rather you do that than an indoor grounding tool if you're going to get the mail and buy the mailboxes as a bush just touch that for a few minutes is all it takes for your entire body to start to shift now i would say the longer the better 
But if, even if it's just a minute, that's better than nothing. So we're going to touch on that in just a second. But just to, so I understand, if I'm touching that tree, can I have my shoes on? Yes, 100%. You can be okay. in the winter with, you know, your, your, you could be in a tent with a sleeping bag, whatever, as, as warm and padded as you want. It only takes one cell of your body wow. to be grounded. So I don't care what part of your body that is. You can even have gloves on and boots and socks and like you just touch your face, you know, it doesn't matter what part of your body it is. Okay, because that's something that, I, I, that I've heard and I thought yeah. about myself. What do I do in the winter? I live yeah. in a pretty mild climate, so I'm lucky. Yeah. I they're barefoot today yeah. but you know i may not want to do that in january right. always think about this earth and grounding idea as just walking barefoot or being yeah and like it's only a summertime thing but that's right not. and now actually and i mean i have these on my website but i'm sure you can find them elsewhere as well i have conductive gloves so you don't even have to expose skin you can have a glove on and still it'll conduct right through and conductive shoe stickers you can put on your boots so there's so many different ways i make a conductive hiking stick if you like to go hiking in but you want to obviously have boots on to protect your feet so you ground through your hand through the hiking stick there are a lot of ways to troubleshoot being outside and still touching the earth wow wow so oh i, I want to ask about that because i have a stick i have a cane um, yeah. made out of wood that i use when i walk yeah if i'm walking with that and i'm poking it down into the earth does that wood conduct so that is a fantastic point it would if it was living, so a living oh, wood, but since yeah. it's dried out into lumber, if you're on your deck or if you're on a dry wood bench or if you're using a hiking stick, the once it dries out, and the same with our body, if you have really dry callous skin or like your hair, that's the only thing that will insulate you and it won't grow. So dry wood, no. But there is a way to run a conductive metal sticker that goes from the bottom of your cane all the way to where your hand is, and then yes, just need that you can modify your and you can definitely ground through that rewalking stick for sure. But it just isn't, the dry wood isn't conductive. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I have so many questions about this. <laughs> my mind is just buzzing. I'm trying to think of the things that people will want to know. Yeah. So let's talk about time and how much time it takes, what's optimal. And also, you know, I mean, frankly, most of us are living pretty busy lives. Yeah. And while it would be great if we could go lie on the earth for a couple hours a day, right. so probably not practical for most of right. us. So what do you recommend for, for optimal health? Okay. Well, it's, as it seems to me that just a direct answer to that would be 15 minutes or more a day it does make a difference because again, in the weight loss uh, study that I ran, it was 15 minutes a day and that did make a difference in their metabolism and their mood and their energy level and all that calories burned and, and their weight. So, I would say 15 minutes. Now you do have benefit after one second. So I can run through really quick if you want the different organ systems and how quick it takes. Yeah. So within a few seconds, your circulation is improved, your blood is flow flowing more freely. And so your blood pressure can go down, your circulation can get a boost. So all the, like if your head is stressed, your muscles are tense, you're, you start to feel warmer and you start to notice that your muscles start to relax. Literally muscle tension, which we can measure electrically does decrease the second you start touching the earth. So if I have a terrible tension headache, do I have to go out for 15 minutes? No, I can go out for a second and take a deep breath. Five minutes, if I'm having a panic attack, I can go sit on the earth and feel myself calm and regulate within a minute. So it, there's application for very short spurts, but if you wanna have a crude benefit, so like, so when you're not grounding, the second you're off the earth, you're not grounded again. It doesn't last, it's not, so if you want to have cumulative benefits, so I realize that 23 and a half hours of the day, I'm not grounded. I do think that 15 minutes or ideally a half hour of grounding a day has enough benefit that it 
accumulates. So in other words, if I'm doing that every day for at least 15 minutes, I might start to notice my sleep is better because my cortisol levels are lowering and other longer term parameters. But short term, there's still, it, you know, it still helps. If I'm eating something and I have heartburn, I can go get grounded right now and it'll help my vagal tone. It'll help digestion right in a minute or two. But if I want to have accrued benefits, and we're talking about organ systems working together, hormones shifting, metabolism changing, I would say at least 15 minutes a day, but ideally longer. And some of the studies, like the sleep studies, were done with people grounding overnight on sleeping surfaces. So if you, it just depends on what you're targeting. But, um, I, but I always do like to say, because most people don't hear this, they, get, they hear that they have to do it for hours. And you don't. I've gone out so many times with attention headache for five minutes and I feel better. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what do you personally do? What's your favorite grounding? Yeah. So for me, it's definitely direct with the earth. So um, I like to start and end the day. And this is a great tip for people who just, they're so busy and they have to multitask. So for me, I try and pick one meal to take outside. So for me, it's usually coffee and toast. <laughs> because if I'm gonna sit there for five minutes and drink a coffee, I'm gonna try and do it outside unless the weather is really bad. Or if I get through the whole day and I realize I have not gone outside, I haven't touched the earth at all, I will stand outside and look up at the stars because that, to me, there's no better reset. And also I know that it's calming my brain. It's putting that in that alpha wave pattern. So if I can just give it 15 minutes, I know I'll sleep better that night. So I'll just stand out there on my sidewalk and look up and just remember like all the things I'm stressed out about are really not that big of a deal when I'm just spinning in space on the planet. And also I physically feel better and I can go to bed. So those are the two things I like to recommend to people who just can't fit it in in the middle of the day. Um, but the other thing I do when it's bad weather is I do go in my garage and whether I read, whether I return emails, whether I'm talking on the phone, whether I'm Marco Poloing with my mom, you know, uh, whatever I'm doing, whether I'm just filling out my menu, my grocery list, with my feet in the garage on that cement slab, I can have uh, so many blankets on and my space heater on and I'm warm and I'm dry and I'm grounded. Oh, wow. So that, that's how I do it. If I was going to go on a trip or long periods of time where I really couldn't find access to the earth, but again, there's almost no situation where you can't have some kind of access, then I would do a grounding tool. And so for times in my life, I've slept on grounding pads and stuff like that. But right now I'm in this nice rhythm where I can go outside at least 15 minutes. And I feel like if you can get 15 minutes or more on the earth directly, you don't really have a need for grounding tools. Yeah, yeah. And there's so many other benefits, as you said. If yeah. you are taking yourself, especially if you're taking yourself outside, the, all of those other things that we yeah. talked about throughout this whole symposium, right? All yeah. the different things that we've talked about, the ways our senses are stimulated and the mm -hmm. vitamin C and the sunlight and the, all of the benefits, plus mm -hmm. this. You know, it's like if you are not motivated to go outside for a few minutes yeah. after this, yeah. I don't know what's going to move you. You yeah. know, that's exactly right, because uh, medical studies have shown that even seeing a tree through a window helps right. use less pain medication and get out of the ICU faster. So if seeing a tree, it, you know, isn't enough, then realizing that touching it, can you imagine touching the earth and seeing a tree and getting pregnant? It's right. like you... You need a whole symposium to go on to being in nature, right? So this is just the tiniest aspect of electrical conductivity. But like you said, layer on everything else, and it's like you crave it. You need to be outside. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you get to the point where you you feel it physically and or mentally if you oh. haven't done that during the day? Like not just knowing it intellectually that you should, but yeah. you feel it. Yeah, oh, a thousand percent. If I am in a bad mood, I ask myself, have I gone outside and touched wow. me? Really, like it's that bad. Or even my kids will be like, hey, mom, <laughs> your energy's a little toxic here. Go outside, you know? And they're like, 
because, and also if I haven't been sleeping well in a while, if I have heartburn or something like that. And a real world application is I had an abscess in one of my tonsils, so I had to get my tonsil taken out. And I was so nauseous from the anesthesia. And like right after you have throat surgery, you do not want to puke. I mean, it hurts so bad, you don't, right? It's the last thing you want to do. I, so I ran outside, I literally once I got home, I literally just laid on the earth and I, it was the only time I wasn't nauseous. This is how quick it affects you. And I would be like, oh, I gotta go inside and check on the kids or start to make dinner or whatever. And I would go back in the house and instantly just about to throw up and run back and lay on the earth, you know? So it's that quick. I, I can, you can definitely feel when you're not grounded and when you're grounded. And if you do it enough, you'll get really good at, what is your cue? You know, what is, mine might be insomnia, someone else, and mood, someone else's might be tension headaches, someone else's might be uh, energy level, someone else's might be nausea, someone else's might be heartburn. You know, you'll find what yours is for you. When people have fibromyalgia, they can feel it immediately that muscle tension decreases. So whatever type of person you are, use that as your litmus test of whether you feel that you're getting enough grounding or not. Do you think people can feel it within just a couple of minutes? So if we told, if we told somebody after this session, try it for yourself. Yeah go outside and fit. Can you, do you, do you find that that is, is it possible? Oh, not only possible, like a 1000% within seconds. Oh, wow. Like literally go out, you know how that feels, go literally go out and take, I dare you to go out and take three deep breaths touching the earth and, and tell me you don't feel different after three breaths, just three. So whatever that is, you know, less than a minute. Yeah. Yeah, right. And but but again, the, the the secret is, and we just want to be clear here that your skin has to be touching the earth, some right. part of your skin. So you can't do. So even though in some other sessions and other things we've talked about going out and taking three deep breaths, ah. with shoes on, right? We've gone out. Yeah. We talked about walking in nature and being outside, having a sit spot, meditating, and yeah. and, um, and taking deep breaths or whatever. But if, if you want to be grounded, yeah. some part of your skin, whether it's your hand or your foot or something your face like like dr conover said but you need to have skin to earth you do or you need to know that your clothing is conductive so like i said you can have conductive socks and conductive, oh, yeah. but if you don't know that and most clothing is synthetic polyester you know they won't plastic that's why a shoe sole of a shoe is plastic it's not going to let any electrical conductivity through if anything it's insulating most of our clothes are like that i will say this though I have a grounding test meter and I've tested, you know, my jeans or my pajamas, or um, if you're sleeping grounded, I've tested putting a fitting, fitted sheet over a grounding tool so that you can watch, wash your fitted sheet instead of, you know, make, make your grounding tool dirty. And um, I'd say in testing everything, about one third of our clothing and sheets and bedding allow grounding through. So you can't say that you're not grounded, especially if moisture is involved. So if you have cotton socks and you've been sweaty and you take your feet out of the sneakers, but leave the socks on, or, you know, it's a summer day and you have shorts, even jeans, if you're like, you know, if it's moist outside and you're just sitting there for long enough with enough body weight, like pressure, I could say a third of the time you are actually grounding through clothes. Obviously, if it's a really thick, like winter jacket, that's plastic, probably not. But a lot of clothes you can. And so like I've tested, here's an example. I have a cotton uh, uh, picnic blanket that I sewed myself and it's pretty thick because I sewed it with cotton fabric and then some wool batting and then cotton fabric. And it's this little quilt I use for picnics. And I've tested it and not immediately, but after I've been sitting on it for a few minutes, well, it's on the earth, but it's on not on dry sand, it's on grass with which brings its own moisture but i'm grounded through even that with which is wow. two layers of cotton and some wool batting so i do think if you have natural fibers and it's enough pressure like your body weight on it you can ground through fabrics too so i wouldn't rule that out but i can't promise it so it's easy that's why it's the easiest to say you know there's yeah, yeah right, right how about swimming what about swimming what if i go swimming this summer in a lake 
Yeah, totally grounded. It's the best. Yeah. Water is the highest conductivity. So water is always the number one. And in fact, lack of water, like your hiking stick, right. very, very dry sand will preclude grounding. So you do have to have some kind of moisture. Um, but usually like that's how our, the human body brings it. So the bottom of our feet get sweaty naturally and our palms get sweaty. And I think part of that evolutionarily is so that we are more conductive when we touch the earth in case the earth itself is dry. But yeah, if you can go out in the morning dew or if you can go and walk and not just, you don't even have to be submerged in water. Remember it's one cell in your body. So if you're on a canoe and you're out of the water and you put one fingertip in the water, you're, you might as well be swimming in it. You're conduct, you know, grounded from head to toe. Or if you're at the pool, and most, and it's an in-ground pool, so it has cement on the, when you're sitting on the edge, you're just as grounded sitting on the cement edge or with one foot in the pool as if you were swimming in the pool. But of course, submerging your body is a no-brainer and you're totally grounded. Now, I wanna ask you a question that just has come up when I was talking early, when we were talking earlier about electricity and the, the electrical nature of the body and whatnot. I started thinking about how they say you're not supposed to have your cell phone in the bedroom, right? Or it's, right. A, better, it's a good idea not to have electrical appliances mm -hmm. around you when you sleep because it can actually interrupt your sleep and yes. the whole idea about electromagnetic fields and stuff. So I'm a little, I'm confused. So yeah, a little bit. you're a thousand percent. I'm so, that's very insightful that you brought it up because most people will talk about grounding and not put two and two together that this is one of the reasons EMFs harms our body. And we know that as well. There's medical studies that show that as well, even though conventional medicine is trying to ignore that. It's very true. Just as DC energy, natural energy from the earth, absolutely puts your body in a healing state. Artificial man-made AC energy, electrical fields and Wi-Fi and cell phone signals, because we're so conductive, that's why we're vulnerable to that. So we're vulnerable to unnatural man-made electrical radiation and that's why on my website half of my content is about grounding and the other half is about shielding and reducing so i work with a lot of electrosensitive people and i honestly think we're all electrosensitive because there's nothing on you that's not electrically conductive same with me it's just can i feel it or not like do i get a headache from it or not but even if i don't get a headache and i don't feel it and people are like ah eh, it doesn't bother me i sleep no but electronically if i look if i hook you up your brain is not as in deep healing patterns when you're sleeping for sure because just because you're not sensitive enough to pick up on it it's still a you have a human body that's conductive so you're exactly right we want to have distance from sources of radiation we want to decrease what we can if if it's if you're very sensitive you might want to shield and in fact that there's such an overlap that i have created a grounding cord that is filtered and shielded so that even the grounding tool does not is not impacted by your electrical fake man because most people are using a grounding tool that's one reason why it's just best to go outside yeah most people are using a grounding tool but they got an electrical lamp and they might have you know their right. cell with their truck right so you there's an overlap but here's where it's not an overlap it's the dc energy from the earth that our body functions off of and it's the ac energy fake man-made type of frequencies electric smog that harms our body. So there isn't an overlap there. It's just that, but we're conducted in both fields. So we wow. want to intentionally, because we know we live in East Mall, so we want to intentionally take some time to be in the natural DC energy field. If we don't do that, we are really shifting the balance of our health in an unnatural way. I wonder if that, um, do you ever think about whether or not that, the, inc the increase in that kind of electrical, the, what do you call it, East Mall? Yeah. <laughs> electrical smog, it ha has, anything to do with the increase in certain kinds of chronic health problems. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's accelerating our disconnect, basically. 
It's stressful. It, it causes inflammation in our body. Like you're right, like being disconnected from the earth, even if we hadn't invented electricity and that kind of thing, it, it's still stressful on the body to be disconnected. But now that we've added the artificial stuff, it's exponentially stressful. And it actually causes not just inflammation, but the most damaging part is neuroinflammation. Wow. And in fact, like, and the government recognizes this. This is what I don't understand. We don't talk about it in conventional medicine, but the government, the Pentagon has issued and are, is doing this study, it's called the Iceman study. And it's looking at, they understand that um, Air Force pilots in cockpits are so inundated. They're wearing the headsets and they have the panel of electron, you know, and they're so, so much e-smog or, you know, EMFs that they actually become confused and they have lost billions and billions of dollars of aircrafts and many lives due to pilot confusion. Why is the government looking into that? It's because it's losing them money. It's not about human health. It's because there's so many really expensive million and billion dollar aircrafts that are getting crashed based on pilot confusion that they want to look into how they can now shield and protect pilots. So it's not really about health for the government or, you know, it's about um, just saving money or whatever. It's about bottom line is the buck. So, but if it was about health, we would be looking at it as a normal, you know, for every human being, not just people who are crashing billion dollar airplanes. Right, right. Well, now you know, now we know. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a simple fix. We've given you a lot of uh, great tools to use in this symposium. And this is definitely one of them that I hope you'll take advantage of. Now, real quick before we go, and we, we will have a link to uh, Dr. Conifer's site, intuition-physician.com. Uh, on her page, but uh, and those medical studies, as she mentioned, but you have a little free gift for us as well, a guidebook. Yeah, so this is the easiest way. If you're interested in grounding, but you don't want to be overwhelmed, I created a very simple free book, and you can give it to anyone you want, friends and family, because I want everyone to be able to do this in a non-overwhelming way. It's 10 minutes a day for 10 days. If you don't feel markedly different after 10 days, then ignore it. But I really think if you give it 10 minutes a day for 10 days, you'll notice a difference in your health. I, I really do. So that's just a little um, ebook encouraging you every single day what you can do for 10 minutes today, tomorrow, the next day, the next day. And by the end, you will feel better than you do right now. Perfect. Wow. That's fantastic. Hope you will go and grab that. And thank you so much for offering it, Dr. Conover. And thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was an honor. Have a wonderful rest. rest. <laughs> Right. And thanks for being with us. Take care. Bye. Talking about grounding oneself, hooking oneself to the earth, here is Dr. Laura Conover talking how quickly grounding starts to benefit your body. I've been grounding for over a year now, sleeping grounding and outside grounding, studying it. So God bless you. I hope you uh, hook up with the earth, there's so much wisdom in it. It just baffles the imagination. Here's Laura. Hey, it's Dr. Laura Conover, and today I want to answer the question, how long should you ground for each day? My goal in this video is to show you that there is no time too short and also no time too long to be grounded. I'm going to tell you about the instantaneous health benefits that you get from touching the earth that quickly and then how the benefits accrue over time, over minutes, over hours, and over days, and what the medical literature has to tell us about that. Now, on my website, I have a page called Medical Studies where I have all of the medical studies over the past three decades now that have been published in the medical literature that show these health benefits. So if you wanna read the literature for yourself, 
go over to my website at intuition-physician.com and find the medical studies button and it's all waiting for you. I link you over to the original medical study so you can read directly from the journal and also I have lots of articles where I've described in detail how the studies were performed and what the results mean. So if you want to dive deeper, I, I suggest going over to my website. But today's video is just going to be a quick review so that you really realize there is no time too short. If you can touch the earth just for a minute, I would do it and here's why. Within just seconds, your muscle tension throughout your body decreases. We can measure that on an EMG. So if you have fibromyalgia or you're starting to get that tension headache, it is very worth going outside and touching the earth and you will notice instantly your muscles relax. On top of that, your brain patterns, your brain waves actually shift pretty instantaneously as well. That is seen on an EEG. So your brain goes into a relaxed healing state, alpha brainwave patterns. So you might find pretty quickly that your mood actually lifts. On top of that, your body voltage and your skin conductance immediately changes. So skin, muscles, and brain are all very instantaneously affected by getting grounded, by plugging into the air. If you're able to stay there for minutes, and by minutes I mean at least 15, but 30, anything under an hour, let's say about a half hour, this is what the medical literature has to say about what the earth can do in that period of time. What happens over time is that your circulation improves, your blood viscosity goes down, so your blood is able to move more freely and the capillaries open up. So now blood is being distributed throughout your body more effectively. And this was shown in medical studies looking at grounding through your foot and looking at the capillaries in the face. So your vagal tone improves in just minutes to hours um, and that affects your basal metabolic function. It affects your oxygenation. Oxygenation is increased. It affects your heart. Your heart rate variability is boosted so your heart is actually functioning better. It supports your digestion. Your entire digestive tract is supported by that vagal nerve. So when you first touch the earth, it's, it's relief. Your brain starts to calm and your muscles start to relax. And then when you sustain that for minutes to hours, your organ system is optimized because your vagal tone is supported and your circulation is improved and your metabolism is improved. What happens if you sustain that for days and weeks and months? Now you're not just seeing body benefits, but you're actually seeing the resiliency of the body. So it went from relief instantaneously to recovery over minutes to hours to resiliency when you become grounded daily. And this is part of your healing routines every single day. That muscle damage is actually decreased. And what that translates into is that you're less sore on a daily basis from your exertion during the day. Your bones are protected because the indicators for osteoporosis actually go down as your minerals stabilize. So now your bones are being more protected. Your metabolism has been boosted, as we talked about, from the digestive tract, the vagal tone being boosted, and also a boost to your thyroid. But what might that translate into over days, weeks, and months? That might be weight loss. You might find that your metabolism is improved to the point where you're losing weight. And I was so intrigued by that. I personally studied that with some of my own patients. It was a very informal study. Um, and I ran it for 10 weeks, so two and a half months of grounding every day. No change to diet, no extra exercising, nothing different, just grounding every day. And after two and a half months, most patients lost about a pound a week. Over the 10 weeks, it was anywhere from a four pound to a 15 pound weight loss, which is fantastic. Medical studies looking at brain function while you sleep grounded show that the brain stays in healing patterns of sleep, deeper, more restorative sleep. Um, and so when you do this day after day after day, and also your cortisol starts going down, your 
insomnia is relieved. You sleep better. So your nighttime sleep is restored and in the day your energy is restored. You're actually becoming more resilient. Your muscles are less sore. Your metabolism has gotten a boost. You might have experienced some weight loss at this point. You probably have felt pain reduced and your inflammation in your body is just coming down. So now you're more resilient to whatever you face every single day. If your goal is to just get instantaneous relief and you want to go outside, and I highly recommend grounding outdoors through all the seasons. And because I wanted to give suggestions and ideas for what to do when it's cold out or when you live in a city, or if you have a particular healing goal, what activities can you do outside that uh, match with your specific healing goals? I wrote a book called The Earth Prescription. It's all about getting outside to ground and all the health benefits from doing it to the earth naturally. The Earth Prescription is gonna be a companion guide to get you outside and get grounding to be part of daily wellness. Just like putting your seatbelt on every single day, just like drinking water every single day. We should be outside touching the earth every single day and the Earth Prescription will tell you how to do it. If you want the benefits of hours of grounding, sleeping grounded overnight and grounding for weeks and grounding for months, then you're probably talking about using indoor grounding tools because most of us can't spend days and weeks and months directly outside on the earth. So we bring grounding indoors through the use of conductive grounding tools, and that allows you to sleep grounded overnight. So there really weren't any eco-friendly grounding tools, which to me doesn't make sense because we're recognizing that the earth provides support to our health directly through grounding and indirectly through food and through water and through air. So we really depend on the earth for our physical health. And so creating products that are gonna sit in a landfill made out of plastic or leatherette or vinyl, polyester sheets, for 500 years sitting in a landfill long after we're gone, that doesn't really make sense to me because we really wanna preserve and it should go hand in hand that as your health improves, you also care that the health of the earth is sustained. So. Since there were not any eco-friendly tools out there, I started having them made myself, hand-sewn, per order. There's no waste. They're not bulk mass-produced. They're not shipped overseas. They're made right here, made using all natural materials or organic materials that biodegrade and that are healthy for your skin to be against as you're sleeping for hours and hours and hours all night long. So you can find these grounding tools that include a grounding bedroll that's easy to travel with, or a grounding mattress panel so you can get your bed grounded. You can find these and other all natural, eco-ethically produced grounding tools on my website in my grounding boutique, and that's at intuition-physician.com, and they're waiting for you there. So when physicians look at an EEG and they're looking at brainwave electrical patterns and they're having that printout, they're looking at the DC energy of the brain. When physicians look at an EKG, looking at the heartbeat, you know, that classic little heartbeat line is actually a line measuring the DC energy of your heart. When we look at EMGs, which is measuring the conductance of your muscles, we're looking at the conductance of DC energy that allows you to move your body. So DC energy is super important to us, and that's what is the natural energy of the earth outside. It's not the fake artificial man-made AC energy. This is the natural predominant energy of the universe. And so when we go outside and we touch the earth, we immediately, our highly conductive bodies become part of this DC global circuit and puts our body into a healing state and it feels like relief. And that's because the earth is constantly pulsing with this DC energy, sometimes called the Schumann resonance. It's the heartbeat of the earth and it is a constant, it's constantly there. It's constantly pulsing out. It takes one touch of one finger, one toe, any part of your conductive body touching any part of the conductive earth outside, including touching a tree, including standing in a puddle, including 
conductive element that's outside. Sidewalks are conductive. Metal is conductive. Touching your dog. If you're at a dog park and you just bend down and you're petting your dog for a minute, you're grounded through your dog. So there's tons of ways to get just little pulses of that beautiful DC energy that the earth is constantly giving us through grounding just for a few seconds to minutes. And we feel that and we feel that relief. The benefit to grounding over days and weeks and months and years is that then we become plugged into the second DC output of the earth and that's called the Carnegie curve. So the Carnegie curve is a daily 24 hour rhythm that's measured all over the globe. And not only is it a 24 hour rhythm that really orients your body to day and night, but it's also seasonal and it really helps orient us to what season we're in when we're standing on this planet, which is why grounding one of its first applications was to ameliorate jet lag because the earth informs you where you are, what time of day it is, and what season we're in. It's gonna really orient us and get our circadian rhythm corrected. And also seasonally really orient us to maybe hibernating and relaxing and restoring and nurturing and cocooning in the winter. And then in the spring, waking back up, feeling more energy, moving, getting inspired, getting creative. These are all the benefits I believe of being not only synced in instantaneously to that Schumann resonance, but being connected year round to that Carnegie curve so that we really, our bodies, our natural bodies become part of this natural universe that we live in. So remember, there's instantaneous benefits. There is nothing that's too short. If you can just touch the earth for one split second, I would do it because that is going to connect you to that DC energy and instantaneously allow your body to go into a healing state, those brain waves start to go into a healing pattern and your muscles start to really relax. And over time, when our body is oriented to that Carnegie curve, you see that benefits really do accrue and you start feeling better. So I hope that was really helpful. And if you have any questions, please ask me. And if you want more support and more information about grounding, go to my website. There's organic, eco-ethical, grounding tools there, as well as my book, The Earth Prescription, that'll really inspire you to get outside every day. And that's really what our bodies are craving. Hey, I'm Dr. Laura Conover, and today I wanna to go a little deeper into the science behind grounding. We know from two decades of medical studies that touching the earth puts our body in a healing state, but why? In previous videos, I've explained that the natural energy flow of the universe is DC, direct current. That is the natural energy that emanates from the earth. It runs up all living things. Anything that touches the ground has the earth's DC energy running through it. So that includes, you know, a blade of grass to the tallest tree, bodies of water, anything conductive or even semiconductive like rocks and like concrete, cement, sidewalks, all of these are waiting outside to ground your body. And when you touch it, your highly conductive human body, every cell in your body from head to toe instantly becomes grounded. And that's because you are electrically, conductively making contact with that DC energy of the earth. And it turns out that our bodies also run on DC energy. Our brains think pulsing out with DC energy, our heartbeat. When we're doing an EKG, we're looking at the DC energy to follow the heartbeat muscles contracting, that's DC energy. So it's this perfect synchronization, this docking of our electrical body that runs on DC energy with the earth that pulses out with a heartbeat of DC energy. And that's the basis of grounding. So the earth has a global electrical circuit. That's what it's termed in the medical literature when it's described by a physicist, which is 
The earth has this DC energy and it is a circuit that encompasses the entire earth, which doesn't, that's why it doesn't matter where you are on this planet. If you touch the conductive surface of the earth with your conductive skin, any part of your body, any part, one cell, you become part of this global electrical circuit. So you can think of this global electrical circuit as two parts. It offers two different ways that our bodies sync up with the energy of the earth and start to become regulated and start to go in these healing patterns. So that Schumann resonance is basically, a, a we don't hear it because it's too low to hear, but it's a hum. It's the hum of the earth, sometimes described as the heartbeat of the earth. It is a constant. So anytime, day or night, and anywhere we could live or be, if we go touch the earth, we will sync up with that constant healing frequency, which is fantastic, right? Unfortunately, because we live indoors and even when we go outside, we typically have shoes on or clothing that's made out of synthetic fibers that prevent us from actually touching the earth. We have to be really intentional. We have to think every single day, did I become part of nature's global electrical circuit? Did I plug my conductive body in to receive this source of power and healing? And if I haven't, then I'm living disconnected. I'm living ungrounded, which we can do. But as we do that and wear and tear accumulates in our body, we're a closed circuit. We're a dead end. So our inflammation builds up and we feel worse and worse and worse and our body feels wear and tear and we get exhausted and we also get out of sync with the day-night rhythm. Sleep suffers at night and our energy levels tank during the day. So we really do want to make sure that we are intentionally part of this global healing electrical circuit that nature offers us. If we don't plug in, we can't expect our bodies to work well over time because we again are this closed circuit and nothing electrical including our bodies works well when it's a closed loop it has to have a way for current to flow and that our body does that by grounding so to me beyond the fact that everything's dc energy and the fact that we we are conductive and can sync up with that and the fact that there's electron flow when we do that and beyond the schumann resonance that's pulsating out the heartbeat of the earth that we have to intentionally touch there's something called the carnegie curve this is another dc offering from the earth an electrical healing offering that allows our body to go into a healing state and i actually believe that the carnegie curve is probably more responsible for the healing state of our body than the Schumann resonance is. So the Carnegie curve is every 24 hours. This, there's been studies on the Carnegie curve since it, it was discovered back in 1915. There were studies from 1915 up to 1929. And um, basically they had a, a, a ship and they recorded the earth's energy in all different places around the world. Um, and the ship was called the Carnegie, so it's now called the Carnegie Curve. And what we know from that is that it's a 24-hour rhythmic wave of DC energy. And it peaks at 7 p.m. and it's the lowest at 3 a.m. And it repeats every 24 hours. And it doesn't matter where you are on the Earth. And this is why grounding initially, one of the first applications was to sink our body where we travel to and to help ameliorate jet lag. And that's because no matter where you are in the earth, you're gonna be synced to this 24 hour Carnegie curve. So not only does the curve go lowest at three in the morning and then rise again by 7 p.m. and keep doing that no matter what time zone you're in, but also seasonally, no matter what season you're in, at the equinoxes in the spring and in the fall, it's at its lowest. And at the solstices, which is in the summer and the winter, it's at its highest. So literally from becoming part of this global electrical circuit, your body knows what season we're in and what time of day we're in. 
Again, I don't think it's a coincidence that our brain is completely electric and it functions off of electrical current. And it functions off not just electrical current, but DC energy, DC current, direct current. It's the same as the Schumann resonance that's at a constant hum, providing a healing state at all times. And it's also the same as that Carnegie curve telling us day and night and telling us what season. So how long to sleep in the darkness of winter and in the brightness of summer. Practical experiments that were run even back in the 1970s have also shown that this is true. So this has been, this is described from physicists who have measured the DC energy of the earth. It has been reflected in the medical literature now for 20, 25 years, showing that our body responds to being plugged into this global electrical circuit, but it also has been practically tested. So what researchers did was they built underground bunkers and they had test subjects live for an entire month, four weeks straight in these underground bunkers. They had no exposure to the sun and they had, so one bunker was just completely disconnected from the sun. And living for an entire month, the test subjects were still able to maintain some internal synchronization with day-night rhythm. They still did a roughly 24 hour a day and night pattern of wakefulness and sleep. They also had a shielded bunker that was also then shielded from the, the natural DC energy of the earth. So it, not, it was over 99% effective at shielding that Carnegie curve and that Schumann resonance. So when people went into that bunker and lived for a month, many of them lost this internal synchronization and they became desynchronized. And in fact, in all of the studies, the only ones that became desynchronized and lost this pattern, day night pattern, are the ones in the bunker that was shielded from the earth. This never happened to a single test subject in the bunker that was only just shielded from the sunlight. So after these studies, we know that it's actually the Earth's energy field that is really influencing our ability to sleep at night and our wakefulness during the day. Yet another reason that we really wanna be intentional about every single day going outside and becoming part of this power source, becoming part of nature's global electrical circuit. And I, it's not a coincidence that our entire body from head to toe is conducted, waiting to conduct, and have a healing response when it's supported from the source of this DC energy, which is the earth. So medical studies have shown that being grounded does help every system in your body that's electrical, which is every system in your body, by supporting your heartbeat, by supporting your heart rate variability, supporting oxygenation, supporting circulation, supporting your brain going into these deeply healing, restorative sleep patterns at night, um, help reducing muscle soreness because again all of these organ systems are electrical and when we're ungrounded we're a closed circuit so they're functioning but they're not functioning in a synchronistic way they're not functioning with support they're not being regulated they're not being nurtured by the earth they're not being informed of healthy rhythms and they're just not docked at all so they can become desynchronized over time and, and what do you feel you feel muscle aches you, you're exhausted during the day you can't sleep at night and all your internal organs just slow down and they're not working or functioning as well and we wonder why we might have been disconnected since the moment we were born so many people don't ever touch the earth directly people who are nature lovers and who are outside but they have their hiking shoes on and they're just not ever directly touching the earth so they're really not part of the global electrical circuit so just because you go outside does not mean that you have synced your body up to this beautiful healing pattern of both this DC heartbeat that's consistently there for you, plus this 
curve that's letting your body know what time of the day it is, what time of the night it is, and what season we're in. This really orients you and your body to a vibrant, healthy life on this planet. I don't think that we can feel our best without grounding. I really don't. Although we're talking about grounding as something new because we're describing it and using it in healing now in medicine, it is not new. It is as old as the existence of life itself. It is our electrically pulsing planet that informs the life on this planet, the living on this planet, whether it's a plant or an animal, human beings, insects, it in informs the life growing off of this planet, what the healthy patterns are, what season we're in, and when to rest and when to be active. So I really recommend going outside and syncing up our bodies with this global electrical circuit, becoming part of it. And my recommendation, based on my experience with patients, is 15 minutes or more a day. Now you get grounded instantly. You might instantly feel better as your muscle tension decreases, as your circulation improves, and as you calm, your brain kind of goes into these more healing brainwave patterns. So you might feel instant benefits. But because the minute we get off of the surface, we become ungrounded again, what we want is enough of a synchronization with this global electrical circuit that we feel good even when we're ungrounded until the next time we're able to get grounded. And so I have found that 15 minutes or more provides more sustained benefits. So that's my recommendation is to go outside and ground at least 15 minutes a day. Now, some people are very interested in grounding indoors because of the fact that syncing up with this Carnegie curve really helps us get that restorative sleep that we're all looking for. And it helps us feel more energized during the day. So if you wanna sleep grounded, I highly recommend that you only use all natural eco-friendly materials to ground on and sleep on because that's healthier for you and it's also healthier for the planet. I don't think it's healthy to produce these fake leatherette, which is just plastic mats that first of all are uncomfortable to sleep on. I don't know that we wanna be you know, pressed up against plastic all night long or the polyester sheets that are also again, synthetic, but also how are we thanking mother earth when we're gonna make a product and use it and then stick it in a landfill for 500 years. Uh, to me, that doesn't make sense. We're asking for support from the earth. So let's do it in an eco-friendly way. So because there were no organic, all natural, ethically produced products on the market, I started making my own. So the sleep systems that I recommend are available on my website at intuition-physician.com. And if you're interested in sleeping grounded, that's what I recommend. Do you have to sleep grounded? No, absolutely not. You may want to when you want to increase the periods of time that you're grounding. If you want to ground for hours and hours and hours, it makes more sense to sleep grounded um, because we really shouldn't be sedentary for hours and hours and hours any other way. So your bed is a really good docking station for this global electrical circuit. But I also, I see benefit with just going outside and touching the earth if you can get that 15 minutes every single day. If you wanna know how you can go outside and spend your 15 minutes when it's cold or when it's hot, or if you live in a city or if there's fire ants or you know whatever the obstacle is, you don't have a yard, you don't know where there's any safe green spaces to go, you can still go outside. And that's why I wrote the book, The Earth Prescription. And it's a seasonal book and it goes through the entire year and suggests hundreds of activities to do outside to give you something to focus on for those 15 minutes while your body is docked into this beautiful global electrical circuit and put into a healing state. So I hope that deeper explanation was really, really helpful. And I hope you'll share it with someone who's skeptical of grounding. They don't understand why it would make any difference to the human body. They don't understand this beautiful synchronization. This would be a perfect resource to share. Okay, so I hope it was helpful. Thank you so much. these EMFs that are actually 
unhealthy and cause hi hey i'm dr laura conover and i get asked all the time about grounding in the presence of man-made emfs so i wanted to create this video for you to answer your most urgent questions about how grounding through a standard ground cord is impacting you when there are man-made emfs around things you can do to feel better to really get some validation for people who are electro hypersensitive who notice they actually feel worse when they're grounded i'll tell you why i'm going to show you with a multimeter and a ground test meter exactly what's going on and give you some positive solutions to fix it so first let's talk about what grounding is grounding means connecting your body with the earth outside this conductive boost of health from the earth generally means that electrons are flowing from the earth into your body. This one-way flow of electrons from the earth into your body is called direct current. And before about 1900s, that is the only energy in the universe that is the basis of electrical flow and conductivity from the planet to everything that lives and depends on the planet for existence, like trees and animals and even human beings. We've all evolved to respond positively with tremendous health benefits to DC support, direct current from the earth itself. But after about 1900, human beings came up with an alternative electrical current and it's called AC. It's an alternating current. AC current is used to power everything in your home, everything man-made, from the power lines to your cell phone to turning your lamp on. AC current is the man-made version of electricity. And what AC current does is it basically uh, allows electrons to flow back and forth. Instead of this beautiful direct current from the earth, it's a back and forth pulse that our modern electronics run off of. So you can think of this back and forth pulse of this electrical current, this AC current, sort of as the waves on a beach, coming up, going back, coming up, going back. And this is providing energy to power all of your electrical appliances. But now in medicine, we've got tons of medical research showing that this AC current creates these electromagnetic fields, these EMFs that are actually unhealthy and cause stress and damage to human tissues. Because remember, we, function in resonance with DC current, a one-way influx of healing electrons. And so this alternating current that's pulsing and exerting a EMF field on you is actually very stressful to the body. And if you wanna read more about those medical studies, I have them listed on my website. You can click the link that says electrosensitivity. When your body is in the presence of these electromagnetic fields, it's taking your electrons and pulsing them back and forth and back and forth with that AC pulse that's going forward and back and forward and back. When you're not grounded, it's very stressful on your body because your electrons are feeling that pulse, that movement, um, and it's impacting inflammation and it's impacting how your body functions and it can be very stressful and that results in some of the symptoms of electrosensitivity. But what happens when we then get grounded in the presence of these EMFs? Instead of our electrons being stuck on our body and just being you know, agitated and becoming inflamed um, and increasing stress and wear and tear on your body, now we touch an object that also has electrons, for example, the earth, and that's what we're doing through grounding. And what we're seeking when we're grounded is that DC, beautiful one-way electron flow to your body to support your health and to boost your wellness and to give you an improved baseline of functioning, and it's awesome. But when you're in the middle of EMF fields and your own electrons are trying to be forced to move as the tide's coming in and out, as this AC current is pulsing, 
Now when you touch something else that has electrons like the Earth, you're allowing an avenue for your electrons to flow. So now instead of them being held on your body and getting irritable and irritated and causing symptoms, it is now able to flow on and off of your body through a standard ground cord. The effect of these EMF fields enforcing electrons on and off your body over and over and over again when you're grounding is stronger than the DC current that's trying to reach you. The DC current is the entire reason your body becomes healthier and gets health support from the earth. But when your EMF fields are so strong that they overpower that DC current coming in and running through your body, that's why people can sometimes feel worse when they're grounding. So that's why if you're grounding through a standard ground cord and you feel worse, this tells me that you're electrosensitive. Either it tells me that you have very strong EMF fields where you're trying to ground, or they could be not that strong, but you're very sensitive and can feel results from being grounded and you're feeling that AC current fluctuation. So if you're feeling tingling, if you feel any kind of pain, if you get a headache, if you feel your heart react, if you feel, uh, shaky, if you feel like you have trouble sleeping, if you feel restless, all of these things are described when people are grounding through a standard ground cord and they don't realize that the AC current and the EMFs around them are also impacting and possibly slightly overriding the DC healing energy that they're getting while they're grounded. But luckily there's plenty of stuff we can do and I'm going to show you exactly how you can overcome the impact of this AC current and just reach for the DC, the purity of the DC energy flow that's supporting your health. We want this DC current to be strengthened. We want to reduce or even eliminate this fluctuant AC current, and we can, and I'm going to show you how. Okay, so here we are with a standard ground cord with the snap that goes to a grounding mat and we have the pure ground cord, and we're gonna test both of them side by side. Before we start using a multimeter, we're gonna run some simple tests. We're gonna double check that both of them ground you and allow that DC energy to heal your body. We're gonna double check and see if there is AC current running down either one of them with uh, electric field sensor, and we're going to see what the EMFs are that I'm being exposed to right now and if grounding makes a difference in what I'm being exposed to or not. So let's get started with that. Okay, so the first thing I did is get this grounding pad set up with a standard ground cord. And then I'm going to use a grounding test meter to make sure and verify that this cord is grounding the pad. And you can see by the green light that's lighting up that it is grounding. So now let's double check that the pure ground ground cord also grounds the same pad. A pure ground ground cord is super easy to use. We designed it with an alligator clip so that it would be compatible not only with all of the grounding tools that I create, but also that other companies make. All you have to do is clip it to any edge of any grounding tool that you might already own, and it will apply its protective benefits to any grounding equipment you may already have. So you're not stuck with a standard ground cord if you've already previously purchased an item that uses a standard ground cord. All you have to do is clip on the pure ground cord and you'll have that filter and that EMF shielding now to your product. So let's just first verify that indeed the pure ground cord also grounds your product. Just by clipping it on the edge, your entire grounding mat is powerfully grounded, the same as with a standard ground cord. Now we're going back to a standard ground cord, the kind with a snap, and we're gonna see if there is any AC current going down this line and contributing to increased EMFs in the form of electric fields. So let's turn it on. 
We know that outlets have electric fields. What does a standard ground cord do? If you can see, the caution light is still lighting up because this standard ground cord, since there is no filter here, is bringing an AC current down this line and not just through the standard ground cord, but into the grounding tool. So this entire grounding tool now has an electrical field that does not have to be there because a current, an AC unnatural man-made current is running through this cord. Let's test a pure ground cord and see if we still have that same electric field coming out of a pure ground cord. Okay, so now we're gonna test the pure ground cord. This pure ground cord has a filter right here which stops AC current from running down the line and then it includes a shielding material all the way from the plug to the attachment point so that none of this ground cord can be resonant with the EMFs in the area. So it's not going to be perpetuating your electric fields onto the grounding pad where they don't need to be. So you can see that this grounding cord markedly reduces the current, actually eliminating the current, but going through the line and eliminating an electric field from being emanated throughout this entire pad. So the reason it's quiet and you see a green light is because there isn't an electric field being transmitted from this outlet, which is highly, it's got a very strong electric field, right? The same as when the standard cord was in there. Let's plug the standard cord in. Same thing. But in a standard cord, this is carrying, and this is telling you there's a current going all the way down this cord. With the pure ground cord, this filter stops that current, so you don't have that same electric field running into your grounding tool. Lastly, before we dive into using a multimeter, I wanted to use my favorite EMF detector called the Safe and Sound, and I have this for you on my website if you want to grab one. This is the sound that I, my body is being exposed to being near my router. Now, some grounding advocates say that when you touch, as we know, this is the standard ground cord and this is grounding me, as we just verified, some grounding experts try and convince you that your body is now safe and immune from EMFs, but we can see that this is absolutely just not true. I still have a headache. I still feel the router next to me. Touching this has not eliminated any of the EMFs in my environment. All that touching a grounding pad has done, especially through a standard ground cord, which as you know now, the standard ground cord is actually contributing to the amount of EMFs I'm exposed to because now this has its own electrical field. So now I've got the router there and an electrical field near me. And when I touch it, it's going from the voltage that's being induced on my body into an actual current that's running through my body. And I'm gonna show you that with a multimeter and that's what we're gonna dive into now. The good thing about a pure ground cord is that because a pure ground cord doesn't allow this AC current to go down to the grounding pad, and because a pure ground cord is shielded and not allowing the EMFs that we can see are in the environment that I'm in, it's not allowing those to act on the ground line. When I touch a grounding pad, at least I'm not changing my AC voltage in my body to a current running through my body. So that's the amazing thing about a pure ground cord, and again, I'm gonna show you that with a multimeter right now. I'm filming this for you in this awkward location because I'm right near my router and I want to show what happens to the human body when we're grounding in the presence of high EMFs. So you can test this yourself with a 
multimeter. I have this exact one on my website if you want to use the exact same one I'm showing you here. You're going to turn it on and put it on the V with a little squiggle. That's to measure voltage of AC current. So you're going to turn it on and you're going to put it on that volt measurement and then you're going to plug one prong into a grounded outlet and then you're going to hold the other prong to your body and it's now showing you, this is a very high reading, 4.57 VAC impinging on my body right now. So remember what we talked about. This means that this is the voltage potential of all the electrons on my body being stressed out and moving back and forth because it's in this EMF field, right? So I'm not grounded. The grounding pad is not hooked in. This is just the stress the voltage potential on my body right now because I am near my router. So you might only see 0 0.2, 0 0.3, that's very common, but you can also, we've measured up to, you know, 15 and 20 VAC. So that's scary, but since we're not grounded, there's no place for the electrons to go. So while they're, mo they're moving around in my body and I'm feeling the fatigue from it and I'm getting a headache from it, it's actually not leaving my body at least. So let's check next and see what happens when we're grounded. If we have high voltages from EMFs and then we give the electrons a place to go when we ground through a simple ground cord and a grounding uh, tool like this ground pad, then my voltage potential is going to decrease, right? Because instead of this being the amount of stress and wear and tear on my body, it's now going to leave my body through a grounded pad. So it's going to make the voltage look like it's lowering and maybe even going to zero, which is how grounding companies try and trick you into verifying you're grounded. This actually won't show that you're grounded because grounding is a DC mediated process. This is AC and just showing that the voltage being impinged on your body is now going out through your ground mat. Okay, so if we now use this multimeter to show the EMFs that are being impinged on my body right now, remember right now it's reading at 3.72 pretty high. Now what happens when I get grounded? Now the electrons on my body that were being uh, impacted at the 3.72 level are now leaving my body and dropping the voltage down to just 0.3. So again, other grounding companies will try and say that, look, the stress and wear and tear on your body is decreased. But what they don't show you is this next step. So now you want to switch to this symbol right here and make sure you've selected AC current because now what we want to measure is actually the current that is running through my body when I'm grounded. We had those EMFs impinging on my body. The electrons had nowhere to go. It was showing a high reading. I touched a grounding mat, which I verified was grounding, and all of a sudden you see the voltage leaving my body, which is my electrons going the wrong way. And I want to know what is the current? What is the current from my body? What are the electrons leaving my body when I'm grounded through a standard ground cord? When I'm ungrounded, it's almost undetectable, 0 0.001. Now it's 0 0.000. When I become grounded through this ground cord, you can see that jump to 0.15, now 0.148. So this is showing that this AC voltage now is giving my this AC current is now giving my electrons a place to leave and it's actually leaving through this ground cord and it's causing me to feel tingly actually it's high enough that I feel that and I have a headache from this entire experiment. Now let's fix this by switching this standard ground cord to a pure ground cord setup. 
Okay, so now we're going to repeat this experiment using the pure ground cord. I'm still in an area of high EMFs that are impacting my body. The reading right now is 4.59. If the AC current was impacting my body, forcing electrons on and off and on and off and on and off, you'd see that voltage drop to zero. Instead, it's staying at 3.56, which is fantastic, because now let's switch to current and test the cord directly to see what current runs through my body when I'm grounding. So we're gonna switch to the current setting. We're gonna make sure we're on AC and we're going to test the cord directly. Now I'm grounding through the pure ground cord and it's still staying at 0 0.009. So this is showing that there is little to no AC current running through my body. I mean, we're talking about 0 0.009. This AC current is basically zero. That means my electrons aren't going anywhere and my DC current through grounding has a chance to reach my body and do the multitude of health benefits that 20 plus years of medical literature has shown grounding does. It's wonderful for our body, every single cell in our body and every single organ system in our body, as long as we don't have the AC current fighting against the DC influx of electrons. This is proving to you that my body is not losing a current of electrons through the pure ground cord. Now back when they were developing man-made electricity and developing that AC current, people realized it was dangerous. I mean, obviously we all know that electricity can kill people by electrocution, right? So they ran tests to determine what would be safe levels of exposure. And when they did that, they found that the average male could feel, the average person, not the electrosensitive, but just the average male could feel alternating current at one milliamp. And the average woman could feel it at 0.7 milliamps, which means women tend to be, and the medical research reveals, more electrosensitive than men. Some sensitive people can actually detect it down to 0.1 milliamps. And obviously nobody's the same. And so some people can feel that much lower than even that threshold. Other people can't feel anything even when it's very high, right? And also other factors like dry skin or having cuts in your skin or wintertime dry skin can increase your sensitivity. So people who feel a current running through them from a ground cord like this one, a standard ground cord feeling this current, but reporting that they feel worse while they're grounding, I would call those people electrosensitive. It's definitely real, and among the millions of people that are grounding around the world through a standard ground cord, a large number of them just don't feel that good when they're grounding through the standard ground cord. And this is the reason, pure and simple, because when I'm grounded through a standard ground cord, I have this AC current running through my body because this cord is allowing the AC current to reach me and it's giving my body a pathway for having these electrons actually forcibly removed like this pulse on and off and on and off and on and off and it's creating this current. And the crazy thing is you don't even need AC current at all because grounding is a DC natural earth energy mediated connection. So we don't need this AC current and we can remove the standard ground cord instead in favor of a pure ground cord that has a filter right here that absolutely stops any AC current from going up the line. So now you know that seeing an AC voltage drop to zero when you're grounding is not a good thing. It means that that current is literally running into your body and running through your tissues. And if you have symptoms from that and you feel that, then you know it's a very real thing. Don't be tricked by other grounding advocates that say, you can test grounding by seeing an AC voltage drop to zero. Grounding has nothing to do with an AC voltage. Grounding is a DC mediated process. When you see an AC voltage 
drop to zero, that should raise a red flag that it's now entering your body. That is all that it means. Do not be tricked into sticking with a standard ground cord that is not working for you. The first thing you can do is switch to a pure ground cord that will stop that AC current from impacting your body and allow only the fresh healing one-way electron flow from the earth of DC energy. That's the channel you want to be on. That's the natural healing process of grounding at work. You can look up more at intuition-precision.com. Extremely interested. Let's go ahead and look at one more video. The video about 15 different earth surfaces that ground you that you may not even know ground you when you walk by them every single day that you could be touching along the way and getting easily grounded without adding another minute to your daily routine but just as important is to know what doesn't ground you and i was requested after that video to make one that shows things that won't ground you that are outside that you think might so today i'm just going to walk around my neighborhood and uh just test these different surfaces for you. So today I brought my ground test meter that I'm always using in these videos. Um, you can use any ground test meter, but this is the one that I use. And usually you plug these ground test meters into a, a outlet, a grounded outlet. But what's only really important about this is that the meter is connected to a ground source. So that's why when you plug it into a, an outlet, this ground prong is going in the grounded port of an outlet. All that's really important then is that this grounded prong here is being grounded so that we can test if there's continuity between the earth outside and whatever you're testing, whatever surface you're testing, whether it's a grounding tool or a, a surface indoors or outdoors. Um, and so it's not really important that this is in an actual grounded outlet. That can be one source of the grounding contact, but really anything that's grounded, this if this is touching it then, it, then you can use it as a continuity tester. So when we're outside, all we have to do, and I'll try and show you this, is plug this directly into the earth itself. And then you're using the actual earth to make contact with that grounded uh, prong. And then let's test. Now how my test meter works is it, it tells me if there's resistance. So if I'm ungrounded, it's gonna say high. It's gonna say you're not grounded. There's high resistance on the line. If, there, if I am grounded and there's only a little bit of resistance in the line, but I'm grounded, it's gonna say, okay, you're grounded. And if there's low resistance, it's gonna say you're really grounded and the low is gonna come on because there's no resistance on the line. So let's test right now. I should be grounded because I was sitting on brick. I'm gonna show you. Uh, it's hard. This is a low tech video today. I'm just walking around with my cell phone. So I'm standing on the earth and this is plugged into the earth and it's saying there's no resistance because I'm directly standing on the earth. So that's awesome. I'm grounded. Now what happens? The first thing I want to show you is when you're wearing shoes, are you grounded? So you, this shows you I should be grounded when I'm standing on brick. I'm going to slide some shoes on and I'm going to test again and get right back to you. Okay, I put my sneakers on. I'm on the same brick. High resistance, not grounded. That means I'm not grounded. Slip them back off and make sure that I was grounded. Now it's low resistance, totally grounded. What happens if you do flip-flops? Sure, everybody knows sneakers have rubber soles and you can't get grounded through closed-toed shoes like that. But what about if I feel like I'm grounded because I'm basically barefoot, right? Am I grounded though? Nope high resistance, which means there is no contact between me and the earth. Okay, here's the perfect contrast to show you the different intensities of grounding. So I have it plugged into the earth directly, 
and I'm gonna touch the grass directly and you're gonna see that since I'm directly on the earth, there is almost no resistance and so I'm directly grounded and that's why the low resistance light shines up. That's the strongest ground I can test. Cement, sidewalks, and I showed this in previous videos, but they are semiconductors. So you are grounded when touching that. And this is shown by the green okay light. So there's a little bit more resistance because the ground has to filter through concrete and cement, but it will. And so yeah, I'm grounded. But what happens when I step onto a road? This is similar to concrete, but it has tar and different additives that coat it to make it last longer, but it's acting like the plastic sole of a shoe. It's acting like the painted metal that was not grounding me. This will not ground me. So we're gonna go from the concrete that grounds me. See the okay when I'm stepping on concrete? Now we're gonna step on the road. Nope, not grounded because of that. Ooh, that was hot. <laughs> not grounded because this has a coating on it. So think of tar and think of asphalt as basically being outside, but with rubber soles on that is blocking the grounding flow. So you wanna be on natural earth surfaces. You wanna be on man-made surfaces such as cement and concrete, but you do not wanna be on asphalt or you will not be grounded. Okay, so we talked about how the road itself is not grounded, but the cement on the edge is and curbs are. So I have this plugged in and I want you to know and see that this car is parked on the conductive part of the earth. Here, I'll show you. Conductive. So when you're in the car, are you grounded with tires? Uh, even if it's on a groundable surface? No, that shows that the car itself because of that rubber tire is not grounded because it's up off the earth. And what about the metal body of the car? Nope, even the entire metal body of the car is totally ungrounded. That's how effectively we live completely disconnected from the earth, even if you're in your car and you've got your windows down and you've got the top off if you've got a convertible and you just feel like you're soaking in that fresh air and that sunshine you aren't grounded because this is how effective human beings have been at making synthetic insulatory materials, which have their place, absolutely. But when you're trying to be grounded intentionally for your health, you have to know that it's as simple as putting a rubber tire on a car or on your bike or on a wheelchair uh, or on a stroller and it's up off the ground. It just needs the tiniest, thinnest layer of synthetic rubber or any kind of synthetic material, even could be that you're wearing polyester pants and you're sitting on the ground. That thin polyester fiber or sheets on your bed over your grounding tool, if you've got synthetic sheets or wearing synthetic fiber clothing, that is enough to keep you completely disconnected, even if you were laying on the earth itself outside. So just be aware of that when you want to get grounded. You've got to be real intentional at having no barrier between you and the earth. Okay, we're going to plug this into the earth. We're going to see if I'm grounded normally. Nope, high resistance. And here is the metal handrail. If I touch it, am I grounded? No. So even as I'm walking up these steps, if I'm touching the railing, I am not gonna be grounded because this is power coated metal. And that coating is the same as me putting on a sneaker on my foot or a flip flop on my foot. Looks like I should be grounded, but that plastic is telling me, nope, that has nothing to do with the natural energy of the earth. Now, if I touch, if I'm walking up the or uh, barefoot, the steps itself, these would be grounded. Let's test. I'm not grounded, but if I touch this, I'm grounded. So what option does that give you? 
it gives you the option that if I'm on my lunch break or I just am chatting with a friend or I'm even just checking my emails on my phone, I can sit here, right? If you find some cement steps outside or a curb that you can sit on, am I grounded just by touching it with my hand? Yeah, the ground test meter shows and proves to me I'm totally grounded right now. Hot and sweaty, but grounded. Okay guys, done in flip-flop. So let's see, I'm not grounded, high resistance. But if I touch this metal, low resistance, as if that touching this was as if I was directly on the earth itself. Very awesome. I have a crosswalk here, so I'm gonna plug my test meter into the ground. I'm gonna turn my camera around and show you what I'm doing. So, okay, my goodness, I have so many cars looking at me right now. But that is a way to show you that you can have high heels on, business loafers, a suit, a three-piece suit, a jacket. You could be freezing cold, it could be the winter, it could be raining. I could have an umbrella and plastic from head to toe keeping me dry. But when I'm pushing that crosswalk button and touching the post right there for a minute while I'm waiting, I'm totally grounded as if it was summer and I was laying out on the beach. So you gotta be creative. There are so many things you pass every single day that'll ground you, but there are also some that won't. So it's really good to be aware that if things are painted, if things are coated with something that's artificial and man-made like paint or like the asphalt of the road, if it's black with tar, if it's a fake um, plastic fence, if it is a fake wicker plastic chair, even if it's real lumber, but it's dried out, it's dead, it's treated wood, uh, it's not going to ground you. Even if it's decorative accents like pine straw or uh, mulch, unless it's very, very moist, it's not going to ground you. If it's thick, thick, dry uh, sand or thick, dry, super dry ice or snow, again, it needs moisture or it's just not going to ground you. So be aware of that because you want to maximize the amount of grounding you get when you're going to be outside. All right, guys, what if I'm out in the woods on a hike? Okay, and I'm coming up to, I'm standing right next to a signpost. Let's see if I can get it in the video here. A signpost made out of wood. It's directly in the ground, I'm trying to show you. It's directly in the ground coming up. And let's see, we've tested lumber in a couple different ways, but I want you to know, even when you're in the woods, if it is dried lumber, it is not going to ground you. So let's test. Let's see if I'm grounded touching it. Nope, high resistance. So this, not grounded. The ground, the earth is grounded, but this will not conduct the grounding energy up to it. Even in nature, it's the same as the dried lumber of your deck or your picnic table. If it's not alive, like this fallen tree, it's not going to ground you. So I've got my ground test meter plugged into the earth. I'm not grounded because I've got flip-flops on. And I'm touching this fallen tree and I'm not grounded. What about this living tree? It's alive but it has very thick dried bark right here. So is this gonna ground me? Nope. This is similar to thick dry sand. It would be conductive if it was moist, but since this is dry and super thick, it's not grounding me. But the tree itself inside, if this was thinner bark, or I was touching the leaves up there, I would be grounded. So you wanna look for moist, living parts of the earth's crust, and you'll be grounded. Okay, now I'm here in my garage. And if you have a basement or a garage that's a concrete slab, I'm gonna show you that you are powerfully grounded. This slab is poured directly on the earth and it grounds me, you see that low resistance? I am as grounded as back when I was standing directly on the grass outside. 
So this is an awesome sheltered, wonderful place for me to ground during the winter because I can put a fan on in my garage, I can put a heater on in my garage, and I can come out here and read a book or even bring my laptop out here and be grounded as if I was outside. So when you have terrible um, you know, weather that's like ice or rain or um, snow that's preventing you or scorching heat that's preventing you from being outside for long periods of time, you can find a slab to be on. But this is to really show you what doesn't ground you. So now I'm on carpet. Am I grounded? Nope, high resistance. That carpet is blocking me from the powerful ground that's right there. Here's another example. I have steps leading into my home that are made out of lumber. And am I grounded? This is a natural surface, right? So you'd hope I'd be grounded. And we know it connects directly with that cement, which we know is powerfully grounded. But am I grounded on dry lumber? Nope, I'm not. All right, I can't be out in that heat any longer, so that's it for today. If you want a complete list of all of the different health benefits from being grounded that the medical literature has proven in medical studies that have been published, go to my website and click on medical studies, and I have a list for you of all of the different grounding studies and on my YouTube channel, I have a lot of different videos and on my website, I also have a free downloadable grounding book that's all about how to get grounded and you know, 10 minutes a day for 10 days will have you feeling better than you feel right now for sure. So I hope to see you over at my website at www.intuition-physician.com.